Through hard times and happy times, we at Imagine Yourself want to be here for you. And we open season two in the midst of one of the most challenging times we've faced as individuals, as a nation, and as a world. We hope you'll find this episode comforting and helpful. Anyone who needs a word of encouragement during this particularly sensitive time, we welcome you to Imagine Yourself a place where you can take a deep exhale and just fill your mind with things that lift you rather than deplete you. So we just want to thank you right up front. Thank you for joining us for season two of Imagine Yourself. I'm Lene. And this is Sandy. And I don't have to wonder what we're imagining today, Lene. Honey, I tell you, today's episode, overall, it is really just our way of strengthening ourselves from the inside out. We're going to tell you all loud and clear Imagine yourself staying centered. And we have a guest named Kelly Center. Oh, I like what you did there. (laughs) You like that? Yeah. (laughs) Kelly Center is the owner of Centered Living Counseling and Coaching Services. She has been highlighted in Psychology Today. She has been featured as a contributor in an amazing book that Sandy and I have both read called On Purpose, Practical Strategies to Live Your Best Life. And Kelly, I tell you, we need someone just like you in times like this. We are so grateful to have your insight today, my dear. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Yes. So, Kelly, this is unprecedented, what we're going through, obviously, and can cause unprecedented worry and anxiety among the strongest of us all. So what is the first uh, recommendation you have for us? The first recommendation I have, honestly, well, I guess the very first thing I would say is to breathe. <laughs> breathe. <laughs> and calm down. Take a step back and breathe. We have to do that because it's very easy to go from being calm to a sense of panic and hysteria. So when talking about anxiety, I think it's so important to be able to first recognize what you're experiencing. We say buzzwords like anxiety and depression when we use it so often now, which is great. It's great that we're talking about our mental health and our mental wellness. But I think it's also important to be able to identify when you are experiencing that. So that's right. something that I always work with people is being able to identify when you are experiencing anxiety. So I ask my clients, how do you know it's anxiety? Tell me what you feel in your body. Because there's such a disconnect between our mind and our body because we're moving so fast. Do you think sometimes people even try to say that they're fine? Because the word fine oh, yeah. is, is, is a weird word. Mm-hmm. Fine. Mm-hmm. Do, you have, do you feel that you sometimes have to dig a little deeper to even get, like you said, when they're feeling it in their body and maybe mm-hmm. trying to overcome it? How do you get them to recognize the problem and then be able to work with it? Yeah, you know, we have our automated responses. <laughs> and yeah. So, you know, I bring a lot of my personality. I say, are you really? But are you really fine? <laughs> and usually that's when I get the no, I'm not. So sometimes to help people connect it, I ask them to tell me how this anxiety or what they're feeling is affecting them in various areas of their life. Tell me how it's impacting you at home, at work, in your personal relationships with your kids, with your uh, sleep and all of that. And that helps to connect the dots, too. So in this time with the coronavirus and we don't even hardly know what to expect day to day. And that mm-hmm. I think that's a cause for anxiety in a lot of people. Yeah. So it goes even beyond typical anxiety. Oh, so yeah. people are probably asking you as a professional 
day to day, maybe even your friends are asking you, Kelly, how do I deal with this? How do I talk to my kids about this? Yeah. And also my colleagues, like, you know, we, we have talked amongst ourselves about managing our own anxiety. Aww. You know, I was in Costco recently and obviously everyone's going to the store yes. <laughs> and going back to the whole, you know, mind body connection, what we're thinking and feeling and how that may manifest with us either behaviorally or even just physiologically. So physically symptoms and things that we can't control, like racing heart and sweating palms. So I'm in Costco and I'm heading towards where the water and toilet paper should be. This was like last week before (laughs) it was like pure pandemonium. And um, there's a Costco employee screaming to the top of her lungs, only two cases of water per member and we are out of toilet paper. And she's doing this over and over. And I mean, panic arose in me before Mm. I knew it. I'm like grabbing the industrial sized toilet paper that's like in the public restroom and the 5,000 pack of napkins for the public bathroom. And I literally had to like calm myself down and use the skills that I teach my clients. I'm like, you need to stop. You need to breathe. Think rationally. You can go to another store. You're not even going to use this one size toilet paper. If it really came to it, you would, but do you need this? And I had to talk myself off the ledge to put it back. So I think Again, one, because I talk about this topic so much, I was able to recognize the signs within my physical body to say, whoa, 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 I need to take a second and stop what I'm doing. Don't rush towards these supplies and buying all of this stuff. So, again, that mind-body connection is super important, but we also have to be mindful. I like to say that we throw our anxiety around, and that would be an example of someone throwing her anxiety around. She hmm. probably stressed herself. And so she's passing that on. We want it off of us. It's an icky feeling. I'm going to throw it, scream, yell, you know, whatever. Road rage is how it shows up as well. And that's my way of getting this feeling off of me. And now I'm kind of passing the buck to you. I think that's why we thought this would be such an important episode, because just like Mm -hmm. we talk about contagious with diseases, but you're saying that this Mm -hmm. anxiety is becoming contagious. And she's like you said, the one lady, she's passing it to others. And we want to do the opposite. We want to make sure that in the midst of that, we're passing some, uh, (laughs) passing along some peace. Peace. Yeah, we're passing, literally passing the peace. Yes. So that we can help balance so that even though we know that there are definitely things out there that we need to be prepared for, we help balance out that panic. And the toilet paper phenomenon, and you touched on that a little bit, it seems to have only gotten worse. And, you know, you see the memes on social media making fun of it. But yet, like you said, you're in Costco and name your store. The toilet paper shelves are gone. What is it? Is it the need that we want to feel prepared or in control if we're quarantined? Absolutely. One of the tips that I share is to focus on what's in your control. And I think that people are grasping for that is something that's in their control. There were all these jokes and I did it too. You know, I went for cleaning supplies and toilet paper and paper towels first. And then days later, I'm like, oh, I need food. (laughs) 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 Who knew that toilet paper would be the commodity of the year? That and hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer I get. Yeah. yeah. But the toilet is just, wow. Wow, wow, wow. You go from, I I saw, I did see a meme that I just loved. My son, it had a a person with a watch and some AirPods and like some cool (laughs) stilettos. And it's like, this was flexing in 2019. And then it has another person with a roll of toilet paper and some Purell and says, this is flexing in 2020. (laughs) I haven't seen that. I love that one. I loved it. That is so funny. So we do need to 
maybe laugh at something like the memes. Maybe they have their place as well. And, you know, to kind of lift some of the tension. (laughs) So would that be one of your tips too, Kelly, is use humor like that? I mean, do you encourage people to share the funny posts? And I don't think it's making light of the situation. You know, I've been doing it on my personal page my personal social media for my friends and family, because we need to laugh. We need to have a bit of comedic relief. And also we need to just show compassion. Like another, obviously, I, I live near a Costco, so all my stories are Costco. Stories. <laughs> okay, go <laughs> ahead. That's good. We like Costco stories. Costco. <laughs> so um, I was leaving Costco and got into just a small conversation with someone parked next to me talking about, preparing and you know all of these other things but it was such like a lighthearted conversation and I feel like maybe a week or so ago I was in a store and people weren't looking at each other it's like mad dash to get to the items first but to see that I think sometimes crisis can do this let me say that crisis can definitely unite us and as we do stay strong we also want to remember that there are a lot of people who are devastated by this either because of the illness itself for health reasons or economically. But if you're fortunate enough to just be someone who has to stay home, that doesn't mean you don't have the anxiety and the issues. And there are certainly other things that come with that. We have to focus on what matters. So now that we have our food and our toilet paper, now we can say, okay, I'll survive. Now, let me be human. It's been so nice to see People smiling again at one another going to the store are having a conversation about, you know, how we'll survive the next few weeks. The humanity in my area anyway is starting to show up. And I say in my area because I have friends in other parts of the country and I see that they're probably a week behind. (laughs) behind. Well, you were in Atlanta. So Atlanta is ahead of the curve on this? (laughs) Just a little bit, yeah. You're making me think that this everything, maybe if you try really hard to find a silver lining, I wonder if this could possibly serve as a reset for humans to understand Mm -hmm. that the whole world is being impacted Mm -hmm. by the same thing and that uh, we aren't control of so many things right now. But what we can be in control of, like you said, is a conversation, a smile, and maybe all this time that we, lots of people are doing self-isolation and self-quarantine or working from home, Mm -hmm. can we maybe take time to reflect on our blessings and our family and our friends and things that we may have taken for granted because we are usually so busy. And I bet you there's going to be some slow, not so busy times coming up soon. And reaching out to other people virtually, of course, to check on them and See if there's anything you can do for them. And at the same time, you, like what I just said, reflect on your blessings and remember what you do have to still be grateful for. And try to think about that more than we're thinking about what might be causing anxiousness. You know, that's honestly what has helped me. One of the things that I do tell people is you do have to control your thought life. So that's a part of recognizing your thought life. What are you telling yourself, right? So we have to watch what we're consuming. And that means what we're watching, listening to, sometimes who we're talking to. Because if I know that if I could be anywhere on a scale of one to 10, I could be anywhere from a three to an eight from hour to hour with anxiety. I've really got to watch what is making my anxiety rise, who is making my anxiety rise. So stepping away from, um, you know, be informed, but don't be inundated with it that you're just so consumed. Anxiety is fear-based and it's fight or flight. 
oh no, you know, I either need to run from the lion or bear or fight the lion or bear. The impeding doom that's coming. And the impeding doom for us now is this coronavirus. So we can fight fear with facts that we're safe, we're in our homes. And beyond that, now we can move to the next step of showing gratitude, being thankful for our family, for safety. If we have it, showing compassion to those that are maybe less fortunate, smiling to one another, having friendly conversations and moving through it. Because at the end of the day, that's all that we can do right now. And I have to say that when I was shopping the other day, so Detroit, we're in the nice bubble, I think, or at least yes. my experience. Yeah, mine too. I, I was at Trader Joe's, but this is the funny part. It's the end of the world as we know it came over the music mm-hmm. system from <laughs> R.E.M. I know. I heard it was like uh, okay. charting again because everybody's downloading it on iTunes, but obviously. But people were very nice and smiling. And I remember seeing like, yeah. okay, there's so many bananas left. And it, my temptation was, okay, I got to have all the bananas. Like, no, Sandy, you don't have to have all the bananas. Please exactly. leave some bananas. So, and I think people are doing that. I mean, sure, you ha- you see that some people are jerks, and especially because mm-hmm. we have to be concerned with our elderly and making yes. sure they have yeah. supplies. But I think overall, aside from the toilet paper, people aren't. Have been pretty good. Yeah. yeah. All of this, right. it's all. How about this? All of this came pretty brand new to me because I was telling Sandy how I was so excited. I was going on vacation. Back in, we left it near the beginning of March, and this is the part, too, where we, I'm starting to realize, really and truly, we're all in this together. It is a global thing, but when I left on my trip, everything was kind of in China and in Asia, and I was thinking, well, you know, hopefully this will work itself out, things like that. Sandy and Kelly, do you know I went with my husband to Barbados for a wonderful anniversary week, and we were swimming in the beach and smiling in the sun and laughing and our phones weren't really connected to work the television we didn't have any news we're just frolicking (laughs) you're frolicking and everybody (laughs) else is like looking for toilet paper exactly and when we came back everything hit so fast and like sandy said everything is kind of changing minute to minute day to day and I really did try to hold myself together. And sometimes, I don't know if this is a, a good therapy practice or not, Kelly, but I would just tell my husband, let's just stop for just a second and just pretend like we're back in on the beach again <laughs> real quick and just kind of get our minds back level and centered and focused. Yeah. And then, you know, take a good deep breath, breathe a good deep breath before we act or get rash or rush out mm-hmm. or get crazy because... That's when all of the other people were, Ema, you got to do this, you got to do that. Okay, but we can take our time a little bit and just catch (laughs) our breath and breathe first and pray a little bit too. I had to just kind of sit and pray and get still with that as well because we don't need extra people freaking out. (laughs) No, that's true. And as parents, you know, we have to be a good model for kids because they're going to remember this and they're going to see how we handle this. Right, Right. Kelly? Absolutely. They are. They're watching. And it's important. What you're talking about is self-care. Like as you're talking, I'm like, that's a visualization exercise. (laughs) Yes. Put it professionally. It's a form of of self-care, right? So we talk about prayer, meditation, quieting our mind. We talk about making sure obviously that we get sleep, having the attitude of gratitude, moving from a place of calmness. Those are all things that we want our kids to do and that we teach them when they're little. It's just we get older and then we forget and we throw it out the window. We (laughs) tell our kids to stop, breathe. What are you trying to say? 
(laughs) So we just need to practice those things again. And we will have plenty of time to practice those things because many with the school children home from school Mm -hmm. and with uh, spouses home that aren't always used to being (laughs) right in each other's faces for, you know, for longer periods of time. I do like the idea of maybe everybody in the household, we take, a you know, at least every day, take five, you Mm -hmm. know, just something to just settle down quiet because I don't want people to get angry with one another while they're cooped up together. When you've got your kids, luckily you can still go outside. They can still go outside and play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not like you're stuck in your house. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Mm -hmm. okay, Kelly, you've talked about the basic things about centering and meditating. Mm -hmm. Anything else you can share that you're telling your clients who I'm assuming you're meeting online now. Absolutely. And I've switched to virtually only. I always offer virtual counseling as well, but I'm having those appointments with people going over the basics of, again, it's taking a step back. And I do a lot of training on recognizing the anxiety in your body on three levels, your thought life, what your physical responses and behavioral changes, because those will help you to then know what you're responding to and you can change your response. With mm-hmm. that, it's, a lot of it is the thought life, what we're telling ourselves, what's going on in our mind. You know, even though we're not always talking, we're always thinking. So a lot of it is managing those thought lives. We can fight negative thoughts with positive affirmations. So teaching people how to create positive affirmations and tell themselves positive things instead of dwelling on the negative, focusing on what you're consuming, focusing on the fact of it, of what's going on, you know, being community, not isolating yourself. So like you said, spending time with family and friends, I'm really hoping to play some board games with my son that (laughs) we don't normally get to play, you know, and just that self-care. So looking, I really think it's so important though for us to take a step back and take time to reconnect with our friends and family. This is just a, a unique time. It's scary. But it's like we monitor what we're telling ourselves when the fear rises up, identify the fear. So what are you afraid of? Obviously, you're afraid of running out of toilet paper. (laughs) The truth of that matter is if you're in a home with running water and soap, you can wash yourself. Like we forget these things. What did we do before? (laughs) So I think just identifying what it is that you're afraid of and what is a natural response or answer to that. Because once we have a response to that, we can kind of quiet our mind and quiet the fear. Because again, the whole point of anxiety is really to, it's a protection. We don't see it that way, but it is. Have you guys ever seen the movie Inside Out? No. Oh, that's the animated show. Yes. Yes. Where the the different emotions are kind of competing with uh, how they're going (laughs) to handle this young lady's brain. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, so is that a kid's show? It's, it's a kid's movie. But adults love it. <laughs> okay. Yes. I use it all the time to explain emotions and trauma. I think it's a, Pixar did such a great job. They had a lot of neurologists working on that. This is a good time to watch it with your family, but you'll see the different emotions. There's joy, sadness, anger, disgust, and fear. And they all play a part <laughs> in keeping us safe and healthy and whole And we can't do without one or the other, but they all need to be managed and they all have their proper place. So it's not a bad thing, but it can be consuming and it can turn into a negative if it goes unchecked and unaddressed. So if you're feeling that anxiety come up, what is it that I always say, ask yourself, what is it that I'm afraid of? And then what's the truth of how I could really handle that if it did come up? And then move on from it. When that comes back up, you remind yourself of the truth and not focus on the fear. We just want the feeling to go away so bad that we don't try to find solutions. We just try to find a band-aid. Like we want the circumstance to change 
or numb ourselves. Or the feeling to go away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Let me ask you this, Kelly, because I'm on the radio, and one okay. of the things I do on my show is give people words of encouragement. Because like you said, you know, you don't want to constantly consume. You need to stay informed. You need to pay attention to the news. Right. But if you're always in that fear zone, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't want to tell people either, hey, don't worry. It's all cool. Because right, right. some of the worry is normal. But valid. Yeah. Yeah. If you could say, Sandy, tell your listeners this, what would you say? Or and, and we're speaking to our entire podcast audience right now. Yeah. I think it's so very important though during this time to um again focus on what you're telling yourself. So stay in the moment. Sometimes we have to quiet the noise. We want to be informed. You have to have a balance of being informed, but also quieting the noise around you. So monitoring what you're telling yourself. Focus on what's in your control to change and we fight fear with fact. So what is the truth or the fact of the matter? And remember to take care of yourself and others. Yeah, I think that's beautifully put. I love it. You have me thinking I'm, I would like to, since I'll be home a lot, do more journaling and kind of writing these affirmations yeah. and counting my blessings and actually writing them out and focus on some of the good things that we do have. And like you said, practical things like making sure that we have mm-hmm. even things like medication on hand and, oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, just making sure that we have the staples on hand. Those are the facts, right? And those are the things mm-hmm. that I can still control. And then everything mm-hmm. else that I cannot control, I'm not going to sit in front of the television for mm-hmm. hours at a time. I'm going to take mm-hmm. a few little snippets and then take a little break away from it and then yeah. kind of go within and do some positive affirmations build myself and my kids and my family back up and you know check in on my parents and Mm -hmm. all that good stuff too yeah and if you feel anxiety rising however you feel it because again that's i know sometimes in crisis it's harder to do the deeper work but i think also when we're home this is time that you can still meet with your counselors all uh, many of us are still doing virtual sessions so you can still meet with your counselor and have someone help you recognize anxiety, teach you the skills on how you personally experience them so that you can manage those emotions because we need to work on managing our emotions so that we can help our children and our spouses be able to manage their emotions as well. But monitor, you know, pay attention to your what you're thinking. That's going to really tell you. If you feel anxiety rising up, I'm immediately going to ask you, what are you thinking about? Because that's where it comes from. When, when our mouths are closed, our brains are running a mile a minute. And a lot of times we're going over these worst case scenarios and it drudges up fear and anxiety. The worst case scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. So Kelly, before we wrap up, I want to give everybody your information because obviously if you're doing virtual counseling, you can really give counseling to anyone, right? Yes, I can. Like do it, do you do it via Skype or how do you usually do it? There's a a HIPAA compliant software I use called Doxy. So it's really simple. People can use it from their phone or their computer. But they would just contact me to find out those details. I'm licensed in two states, Arizona as well as Georgia. So people can use their insurance in those states. Other folks, I am doing some coaching discounts right now, too. So I have a $50 session just because I know everyone's impacted financially right now as well. So I want to make it affordable while we're in this, self, I, you know, what do we call it? Social distancing. Social distancing, yeah. the word of so, 2020. Yeah. 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 Even though I'm grateful that you said, too, to keep in mind for those out there who need 
actual counseling because a lot of these things like we're talking about we can do on our own but if we get to that point that we are not able to do it on our own I love that you mentioned the fact that if you already have a therapist many of the therapists have made it very simple to do virtual counseling and the fact that you also are offering your services too. Of course, everyone at Imagine Yourself hopefully knows that you can go on our website, imagineyourselfpodcast.com, and we have the links. So that way you'd be able to see, uh, go directly to Kelly Center's website. It's just like you said, good to know that there is hope out there and that there are people there for us, professional people there for us, along with, you know, just neighbors and and friends and family. And how easy is it to do this? This might be even easier than walking into a therapist's office. That's a good point, too. Yeah. Yeah, if you're a first time. You know what? I have plenty of clients who live locally and still prefer to do it because sometimes the worst part is, you know, the worst part for people is picking up the phone, honestly. And after that, sometimes coming in for that first session. But I've just had clients tell me that they can do it from their home, from their bed, their comfortable spot on the couch. It just makes it a lot easier. All you need is a phone, an internet connection, or computer, and earphones. Really simple. Really simple. Very yeah. cool. So maybe this will even increase people reaching out. Yeah. And people I will start so. using technology because we're going to be very dependent on all this now for a while. We will be. Yeah. Will Even be. though we still yeah. need human connection and interaction, this is mm-hmm. this is a good way to do that, too. I know you mentioned the thoughts. This is just something that I always try so hard to remember. It's one of my favorite Bible verses, but it just says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true and noble, whatever mm-hmm. is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, yep. whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. I just love the Mm -hmm. fact that you really have me concentrating on my thought life. And I just had not done that before, the thought life. I think that's super important. Yeah, We always have a time during the session, too, called takeaway time. And I really just want to make sure that all of our listeners know this episode was truly designed with care in mind. We really wanted to reach out to, to someone who could, you know, give us great insight We're not just going to tell you to wash your hands because you already know that. And we're not going to tell you to just, you know, all these detailed things about coronavirus. We were so much more interested in getting people to, instead of just protecting their their hands and and their coughing stuff, protect their heart, protect their mind, protect your spirit Mm -hmm. um, throughout all of this. Just know that we are in this all together. You can stay centered in the midst of this. This was really just something that we wanted to do. Is there anything else that you wanted to have us take away with as we part? Well, you know, I think the things that we talked about was really great. I also have, I did a YouTube video actually, you know, a little bit ago. I'm going to start recirculating as well regarding anxiety. So just a, a link that people can go to is just anxiety.centeredlivingcounseling.com backslash six tips and we'll make sure you guys have that and then again those virtual counseling sessions but all of that information is on that link you guys can reach out we can talk about scheduling appointments and getting you more centered yeah more centered with kelly's center (laughs) and i love that and we'll put that all on our website too and maybe we'll even embed the video onto our blog page just to make it super easy and put all your information because um, we're going to need people like Kelly, especially. Yeah. And she's just a click away. So thank you for coming or 
coming virtually. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Absolutely. Isn't that the joy of technology? Thank you for having me. Well, stay safe, Kelly. Thank oh. you. You too. Yeah, we thank you again overall in this situation and at all times. Please imagine yourself staying centered. Thanks for listening. We'd love your feedback. Go to imagineyourselfpodcast.com to send us an email or connect with us on social media. Take care of yourself and join us again next time when we'll have something new to imagine.